So I am here with Lauren. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thank you, Candy. Thanks for having me. Thanks for being here. So you are, as well as many other things, but you are an embodiment coach. What is that? I use coaching as a path to help people get into their bodies. So many of us, self-included, a lot of the time, we get stuck in our heads. That's just the way society has sort of made us, technology. We're always like up here. And what I found through my work is that Getting into our bodies is where healing really gets to take place. So I really support people through the process of releasing this energy from their head and really getting into their bodies, really feeling what happens. And I've really found that it's been so supportive for people in terms of not just healing like emotional pains, discomfort, but also a lot of the physical stuff that shows up is related to our emotions. And when we can connect those, my dog is saying hi right now, when we can can make that connection and see how they work together, that's when some of those things can really fade away. So it's been pretty amazing work to see. So is this like a, a body treatment or is this a whole collective of things together for a client. Yeah. So it can be done within the context of like a, a massage or body work or, or even yoga, any type of like body, body work there, Reiki, any of those things. And also it can be separate, just coaching in and of itself. And so I can, you know, walk people through the process by having a discussion and a dialogue and through meditation and getting into their body that way. And it's, I mean, I'm, I find that it's, it's incredibly effective. I was surprised at first, several years back when I first started to see that massage didn't even necessarily need to happen for people to feel like, like, like they walk away feeling like they've had a massage without my ever putting hands on them, which is pretty incredible. So is this a very customized approach with each client? Yeah, absolutely. It's really about forming a dialogue with their body. And, you know, I start to ask them questions as they get into their body. And then we start to communicate with like what's happening in different different areas of their body. And so whatever, whatever is showing up there is where we start to work and where we move the process. What brought you to the work as an embodiment coach? It's a great question. So it really evolved out of my work as a clinical massage therapist. My practice was in Washington, D.C., where there's a lot of very intellectual people and intellect is highly valued. And I noticed that more often than not, people were really kind of stuck in their heads, always looking for more ways to add more value to the work for my clients. And so, you know, bringing in the physical pieces and then also looking for other ways to bring in more holistic work in terms of Reiki and energy work and embodiment work. And even, which I think we'll talk about a little bit later, some of my work with herbal medicine as well. So I can really be more well-rounded as a clinician. You mentioned that you're an herbalist and you just recently closed your product line that you had. I did. Yeah. Around 2018 or so, one of the pieces that was going on for me personally, in addition to like adding more value for my clients was I was seeing people in my living room um, of my one bedroom apartment for almost, well, for a decade by the end, you know, through that process of ha having my home be for 
everyone else, I never felt like I had a respite for myself. And so really was in a place of burnout. And I started introducing the product line as a way to support my clients, but also reduce the need to do as many massages in a week. And it was great for a really long time. It was growing. It was going amazing. And then about like six months or so into COVID, there was there was a significant shift that happened and and it kind of slowed down quite a bit. And I changed some things, trying to find and experiment with ways to make things work. And, you know, through my work as a coach, really started working more deeply with my values. And I started to see that the product line really wasn't in alignment with my values anymore. Or maybe I had never really checked it against my values. It, it was like something that I was really passionate about and really inspired by, but never really kind of took a look at that. And when I did, what I realized was that one of my core values is creativity. What I saw was that when I held it up to that value of creativity, what I realized was that while I loved working with the products and I loved creating things, what I didn't like was having to formulate the same thing every time so that people would get the same product every time. That started to take the fun out of it for me. For me, the whole enjoyment of making the products is really about like the creative inspiration that happens. And like, oh yeah, intellectually, I know that this can help with this and that can help with that. But it's, it's like that synergistic process of like, how do things work together? And what's this going to be like? And, and sort of like the magic and the unknown in it. And that started feeling like it was missing. And I started having to formulate the same thing all of the time. And then there's another piece about freedom being another one of my core values. And that I felt like I really struggled to figure out how to talk about the products and how they help people because of the limits from the FDA around what a manufacturer can share. Totally understand why they're there. They're there to protect consumers and that's really important. And also it felt like it was really limiting to me. The FDA really limits the things that a manufacturer can share about the products themselves, about the ingredients in the products. You're not even allowed to share links to research. At the time that I closed the practice, I actually thought that I was going to be shifting more into teaching about herbs and that product line would give me more freedom to, to be talking about what the herbs actually do. I spent a lot of time last year in 2022, really doing a lot of work releasing. There was a lot going on. I had just moved from DC, really figuring out, okay, like what is working? What's not working? What needs to be released here? And really like, because I have so many passions and so many interests, it can get overwhelming in my head sometimes. And so I had to start like releasing things so that I could see like, what is really what lights me up right now? What I found was that it was really about using this release. I started to realize my process of not getting back into the burnout phase that I had been in with massage. When COVID hit, I just flailed, right? I flailed. I closed my massage practice. I didn't know what the heck I was doing for the longest time. I was like, oh, I'm about to graduate this herb school and I'm about to you know finish my coach training program my first one and I just kind of like went all in on both things at the same time because like I, it was just a stress response really 
And so I had to take 2022 to really kind of move things out of the way and like get clarity around like, where actually do I want to move forward now? Releasing the product line was part of that, that helped me really gain the clarity around which track am I actually moving in and stop being so overwhelmed and find clarity, which really has been so supportive of my like, I I took three months off last year to just... Because I saw the burnout starting to happen again, and I needed to take a step back and just come back to myself and figure out, okay, with all of this change that has happened, like, where am I actually heading? So that was a big part of what had to happen in order for me to get to where I'm at now. Which, I mean, makes sense. Like, the treatments alone, working on clients, is it can be challenging, and it can it can take a lot of your energy and, and your time and you know, you add in all these other elements that came into it. I mean, I still love that work though. Massage work has like, it's been my heart for so long. And like, there's part of me that misses it. You know, I, I, I miss my clients so much, but I was never really able to find a, like a schedule that really felt like it worked for me. Interestingly enough, like it's, it's going on three years now since I've given a professional massage, which is so weird to think about because I was, I was practicing for... 15 years when COVID hit I tried to give my mom a massage oh maybe six or eight months or so ago she was having some physical pain physical therapy was kind of making it worse and so I thought that if I could help release some of the things that were getting flared up because of the exercises that we could kind of help move her 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 progress along with physical therapy I did 30 minutes of massage like not even that much work and I was in pain for like three weeks which was just a reminder of like, oh yeah, I had forgotten, like my body had forgotten that it was in pain all the time when I was doing massage until I had that experience. And I was like, oh yeah, okay. There's still like, there's something calling within me now that I've been away for a little while. Like, I don't think I'd ever go back to like physical massage the way that I used to do it, but there's something wanting to bubble up in like, in terms of supporting people with some sort of body work of some sort and I don't know what that is yet and I'm just gonna like let it sort of bubble up over here and see what it wants to become no I definitely resonate with that I was a practitioner for 20 years and doing reflexology and and reiki and massage and it does it, it stays with you like I haven't been doing it for six years but I miss my clients I miss doing the treatments Ooh. but it's hard on the body Ooh. It is. But I think that's one of the things that is like unique, perhaps about being a massage therapist is like, it becomes such a part of your identity. And I think that's one of the pieces that actually led to burnout for me was that like, I had become so enmeshed with my business and with that being who I was that like, really having to separate that out was a big part of the healing process for me. I have a theory that it's because doing such hands-on work that way and touching bodies all the time that that it changes our nervous system to be in contact with other people's nervous systems all the time and there's something about that I think that sort of makes it really easy to become enmeshed I think. So what other services do you provide your clients? So right now I'm offering private coaching programs where I work one-on-one with folks and it's really customized support around their specific needs. So really working with heart-centered entrepreneurs to recalibrate their relationship with their business, to support them in recovering from burnout, reigniting their creative spark, and pushing back against capitalism, 
patriarchy, toxic positivity. There's so much of that in the coaching field that it it feels really important to me to to really make sure that we're not going down that route, to really be trauma-informed and really support folks on a deep level. So what is toxic positivity? Yeah, it's like avoiding negative feelings or... Right. or a lot of times it's like being in spaces that are like supposedly healing spaces, but then there's no room to actually have all of your feelings. And if you're not allowed to have all of your feelings, how the fuck can you possibly heal? Excuse me. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I yeah. 100% agree with that. I am a big fan of feeling your feelings. And there's another new offering that I'm about to bring forward that I'm super, super excited about. It's about really working with the energy body of your business. And so it's a chakra activation of your business's energetics. And so you can start to build a more embodied relationship with your business, give it a voice to have a relationship and have a dialogue with you so that you can start to see more clearly a, you know, work is speaking about this enmeshment piece, like which energies are yours, which belong to your business, and how can you start to work with them in a way that is more supportive of both you and your business, and so that you both have a voice in the relationship and and in in terms of like what's meant to come forward next and and is this aligned with our values and all of these pieces. So I'm super excited to start doing that next month. So what is, what does that look like? A client comes to you and then what? Yeah, it's a great question. So it'll be a virtual offering. So if you've ever had like distance Reiki might be one way to describe it. So like we'll meet one-on-one, -on -one, like on a call, like we're on right now and, and have a little bit of a dialogue first. And then we'll do a little meditation together We'll work through your own chakras so that you're clear about what's happening with your own chakras. And then we'll invite your business energy forward. And then we'll start to do, okay, what's happening here? Where, like what chakras maybe you're feeling a little bit depleted that need to be activated? What's maybe overactive? And we can kind of calm down a little bit. And even where are some places where your chakras and your business chakras are in alignment and where are some other spaces where they're not necessarily aligned and, and we can start to work on bringing those more into alignment together. I'm also getting ready to host a, a mini winter retreat next week virtually which I'm super excited about. That's going to be really bringing together entrepreneurs to help them take a really deep dive into, into stress and burnout and what has the impact of those things been on their life, on their business. What does that actually start to look like? Where What is your current relationship with rest? Where are some places where you might be ready to start making some shifts? in terms of your your boundaries around rest or where the places where you could be taking more rest, starting to identify some tools to support the healing process from burnout. And then again, back to this relationship with your business piece around really separating that out and starting to build a relationship with your business. Obviously, it's a one-time thing, so it's not going to be an ongoing relationship with your business, but just starting to see like what is actually happening there. Gain some more clarity around the impacts on your life, on your business, and where things are at so that you can start to make some changes. So what does the future hold for your business? 
I'm sort of just coming out of this sort of incubation wintering phase. And so I'm not looking too far into the future just yet. I'm sure that will evolve, especially over this year as things are starting to gain a lot more forward momentum. But what I do know at this point is that I'll be hosting some sort of retreat around the solstices and the equinoxes. So for the spring equinox will be a meditation around business energetics again, really like just creating more opportunity for people to build that relationship. And then um, this is really like really early phase. So I don't I don't know totally what this is going to become, but I'm thinking of some sort of play shop for the summer solstice where we get to come together, like, be creative and have some fun. And, you know, it'll be something around our businesses. I don't know totally yet. It's just an idea for now. So we'll kind of just sort of see what wants to come forward. And toward the end of the year, I'm probably going to start working on putting together a group program around burnout support for folks and then otherwise really just like continuing to look for opportunities for collaboration and community support with other business owners because we can be so isolated in our own like little worlds growing and building and evolving our businesses that it feels so important to have a community of support whether that's you know me being in community with others and other people facilitating or my facilitating spaces for others, all of those things feel really important. So I'll be looking for more opportunities for those. That's amazing because burnout is a real thing that people really do need help with. So yeah, absolutely. So what books are you currently reading? I'm currently doing the Artist's Way book again. It's a, I don't know if you've heard of it. It's a book by Julia Cameron. It's a three-month program where you do a lot of writing and it's about inspiring your inner artist and kind of rediscovering your creative spark. And I first did it over 20 years ago and it's actually what led me to massage to begin with. So I've really been wanting to revisit it again for a while as I've kind of come out of this phase of like really shutting things down, releasing a lot of things it felt like it would be a really supportive way to kind of re-inspire my own creativity, make sure that like I'm not going back down the path of burnout again, and also just have a deeper connection to myself and like get more inspiration around like what is bubbling up within me that wants to come forward again. And so I created a little container with my, for myself with a couple of friends and we're doing the process together, which has been super, super supportive. And it's really great. I really appreciate you coming here today and talking about your offerings. And like I said, burnout is a real thing and people um, could really benefit from the services that you're going to provide. Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me, Candy.